Welcome to the Empower and Flow podcast. I am Francesca and I created this podcast for success-driven women who want to become truly empowered, tap into their feminine energy and get in flow so they can accelerate their growth. Get ready to get inspired and learn how to let go of the hassle of control, overwhelm and perfectionism so that you can embrace your natural feminine flow, reach your true potential and achieve your goals with more ease and fulfillment. Hi everyone, welcome to a new episode of the Empower and Flow podcast. I'm really excited today to talk about emotions, as you see from the title. Um, It's a topic that is so important, and especially it's important to talk about this from the point of view of women, from a really like all feminine perspective. And the reason for this is very simple. It's because as women, as you've probably already realized um, from different experiences that you might have had in your life, um, women experience emotions and feel emotions, deal with emotions, release emotions in a totally, totally different way than men. So this is just due to our hormones. I talked about our, our hormones before and how every single day we are just physiologically biologically chemically different in our bodies and so it just makes sense that every single day we feel a little bit different and every day looks a little bit different from the previous one and also um, the way that we that we feel emotions and we experience emotions um, is very different from one phase of our cycle to the next. So if you're doing um, cycle syncing, if you are doing some kind of cyclical living or you are interested into all of that and you simply want to connect more with your emotions in a way that, you know, makes you feel really connected to yourself and like you're not suppressing or censoring or silencing how you feel, but you are in tune with it and you're really just in flow with your emotions, um, then you're going to love this episode. And it's really important that it re- it's really important that we learn about this stuff. It's really important to talk about this, to talk about this with other women and see what they are experiencing, to share our own experience and to create connection around that. And actually, I would say this stuff should be taught in school <laughs> or I don't know, like there should be some kind of emotional intelligence course a class or whatever that is taught to kids not even like teenagers like even like starting from kids because it all starts from our childhood so um yeah so let's get into it so typically we are taught essentially two kinds of responses to emotions two ways two big ways to deal with our emotions and this i i say we are taught um but it can also when i say this it can also mean that you have learned just by observing um when you were a kid or by or even as a teenager or you know and and this could go for your parents it could go for your family but it could also it can also go for your teachers or um your peers so as kids especially and then growing up we absorb so much we learn from so much from our environment and these are the the two kinds of responses that we directly or indirectly um, learn. First one is 
don't express negative emotions like anger and sadness, for example. Um, this is like a big one. Don't express the negative emotions like anger and sadness. Um, especially anger, I find, is something that is very taboo for women typically because an angry, an angry woman is immediately called crazy and hormonal and yeah I mean I, I have heard these these adjectives and these words associated with um, women so so much um, if you pay attention to people's language and also in tv shows movies social media I mean everywhere um, and people like sometimes we just it, it's not that we we mean well but we just we just automatically use some language that is actually not very good for us it's very judgmental um and a bit harsh to say the least so emotions like anger sadness you know when you meet a stranger it's not of course you 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 are allowed to have your own privacy and to just keep your own things to yourself and be reserved i'm not saying you should share with absolutely everyone everything that's going on for you However, I'm also I also don't think we should keep face. How like it, I think in some Asian uh, cultures also this is very very widespread. But it's also something that I learned as a young girl, uh, and then moving on into my teenage years is that you know keep things together. You have to keep it together, and you always have to like act as if you had everything together and like everything is just perfect and so the importance of how you appear and how you look like and so this vibe where not only this vibe where not only you're not expressing how you feel and you you're reserved about how you feel but you're actually going to the other like beyond that and you are pretending that everything is okay this is what is not okay this is something that we do as women typically this is a just default response that we learn and then over time it becomes just automatic that is not helpful for us and other women you know because think about this very it, it's highly it's very likely that at least once in your life so far you've thought oh look like other women always have it together like they Oh, my friends always have it together and those moms especially oh they they always have it together and everything is always going okay for for them and they're always doing well and actually sometimes it might not be the truth um they also are dealing with things and problems and issues big or small because we all do but we are taught and we learn from example and role models around us that you need to pretend like everything is doing perfectly. You know, everything is doing, everything is going perfectly. Everything is just great. You know, like I've heard so many people say to me, oh, no, great. You know, yeah, I'm doing great. I'm feeling great. Yeah, I'm, I'm busy at the moment, but like, yeah, great. And then I, I, I found out like a couple of months later that they were super burnt out and, actually they were not doing well at all when they said that to me um so yeah it's like do let's not go to this extreme where not only we don't express some kinds of negative emotions anger sadness all of that anxiety 
but let's not do the thing where we pretend like everything is great because this doesn't serve you and this doesn't serve anyone else. I bet if you've ever done that, I know I've I've done that. I've I've answered, oh yeah, I'm doing great when it wasn't absolutely the truth and I know many of you probably have too and it didn't serve me either you know uh, because then I felt like a fraud I, f I felt like a liar on top of the fact that maybe I was feeling anxious and tired and maybe a bit depressed I also felt like a liar and a fraud and an imposter you know that for lying for pretending you know and it takes so much energy as well to pretend and I also I, I just believe you know in 2021 there's no need to do that stuff um you know there's no need there's really no need it doesn't serve you it doesn't serve anyone or anything else so I, I guess we can just drop this <laughs> and then the second um kind of response that we are taught and that we directly or indirectly learn when it comes to our emotions, how to deal with them, is that we are rewarded um, for being the good girls. You know, like, this is another, yeah, so if you behave in a good way, if you, um, if you do, like, if you're the good girl, if you don't complain, if you don't cry, then I'm going to give you, like, I don't know, I'm going to give you a little treat, you know, and, and it's going, it's always this mechanism of reward um, for doing something good. And this is actually pretty, I think, toxic for women, for little girls and then teenagers and then women, because we get this um, belief, we, we just... We just absorb this belief that we need to be the good girl, that complaining, you know, crying, um, all of that is not acceptable, you know, and that we are rewarded only if we behave, if we follow the rules, if, 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 if. So this creates a lot of, I don't know, a lot of like unspoken rules that we just follow and stick to without even sometimes knowing that we're sticking to those rules and without even sometimes realizing that those rules make absolutely no sense now that we are grown-up women you know it make maybe like our mom when I don't know we were at the supermarket and she was just desperate we started crying for no reason she was just desperate and then she she said out of desperation she said you know if you behave like a good girl and you stop crying then I'm gonna buy you um some chocolate you know or a new Barbie, you know, that might have made sense in that occasion, but then somehow we we bring this mechanism of reward with us in adult life, and it's not something that helps us and serves us anymore in adult life, because it's not how it actually works, and so very often we have this, oh, I shouldn't complain, I shouldn't cry, I shouldn't rock the boat, you know, if I express how I feel, I'm going to rock the boat, I'm going to make other people unhappy, and maybe feel weird, or awkward, or not at ease, and then, so I, I better keep my emotions to myself, you know, so this is very common, like, I better not rock the boat, or other things like, I... I shouldn't take up too much space. I hear this so many times. It's so common. When my clients first start to work with me and we are um, in the Flow Collective, it's a group coaching program, so it's a group setting. 
very often, so we have these um, bi-weekly coaching calls where we just share, and I mean, they share. I am the coach, so I don't share that much, but you know, they just share and we all connect. And you know, sometimes women just go on for, um, I don't know, 10 minutes maybe to talk about something that is really important to them. And then they're like all worried that they're taking up space and taking something away from the other women. And this is something that I see go on. Like this is just an example from the particular situation of a coaching call, a connection call. But it happens in so many other situations because how many times have you not, I don't know, you got um, a dish and like you went to a restaurant and you got, you received something, the, the waiter brought you something that you didn't order um, and you order something else or you asked for something specific, but then what you got doesn't match what you asked for. And because you don't want to rock the boat or because you don't want to take up space and you know you you need to be the good girl you don't even say that you know hey like I this is not what I wanted can you please bring me this this, and that like I said you know and there's nothing wrong with that but because we have all of these beliefs and all these mechanism just built into our systems and we're programmed that way this is like we end up just bottling up a lot of unexpressed emotions and unexpressed opinions, unexpressed, I mean, so many things. And then we experience so much fatigue also because all of this, you know, censoring and silencing actually takes more energy from you than you realize it does, I promise you. Um, and you only realize, it's, it's very curious that you only realize this once you stop doing that and you just flow like you just you're in flow with how you express yourself what how you feel what you want to say what you want to do and then you're like wow this feels actually so much easier than constantly be being like censoring myself silencing myself suppressing pretending all of these things so these are very common as i said um those are the most common responses uh that we that we just live by when it comes to expressing our emotions feeling our emotions and something that is also very true um is that you know as humans we we do we are meant to feel just a wide range of emotions we are able to feel very bad emotions just like we're able to feel incredible like good amazing emotions and feelings right we have a, a very wide spectrum of emotions that we can feel however we're very very we're very much conditioned to believe and this is i think in part social media responsible for this that we should we should always be on the positive end of those emotions and while of course like you want to have like a happy life where mo like more often than not you're just happy and calm and grounded and feeling good and confident and all of that of course however 
not like when you don't want to experience the negative stuff um when you just you're afraid of feeling the negative emotions because you're afraid that you are not going to be able to overcome them or um deal with them cope with them you or maybe that they're going to affect your performance this is a very common um very common um kind of worry that i hear about you know uh, that actually isn't that healthy. That isn't an, a, a very healthy emotional response because we are meant to feel all kinds of emotions, all different, to have a taste of all different flavors. And this is actually part of, part of life, you know, it's just meant to be that way. And it's about acceptance and it's about trust that you can absolutely deal with whatever life throws at you that you have like this innate ability to survive and thrive no matter like even if you feel angry you're allowed to feel angry if you feel sad you're allowed to feel sad you don't have to just immediately you know catch yourself and, and just switch to oh I'm feeling happy 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 and cheerful and high vibe all the time because when you do that it's toxic positivity actually you're bypassing completely what made you feel sad or angry or frustrated in the first place and this is not a very healthy emotional response the healthier way of dealing with a feeling of sadness depression um frustration anger all of like those negative things is to actually understand them and just be the gentle observer this is a this is something i very often i think i talk about it in my programs at least once a day i just mentioned the gentle observer because we're very quick to judge we're very quick to judge how we feel and deem it oh this is good oh great that I'm feeling good today or oh so bad that I'm feeling frustrated today or so bad like that I'm feeling angry today what's wrong with me you know and this is not a helpful response the more helpful response would be to be the gentle observer to just observe what's going on how you're feeling and then and then feel it, allow yourself to feel it, even if it doesn't feel good. But this is the only way you're going to get through it and to the other side. And you will see, you don't have to push yourself to be happy. You don't have to pretend. You don't have to act as if it's happy, happy, happy all the time, high vibe, everything's great. It's just going to, you know, this is something that I love to teach about and it is the fact that we like emotions are just messengers emotion emotions are simply you know um they're just telling you something about a certain situation and so it's actually good that you can experience some kinds of emotions because then you know that something is not optimal, that something is not very functional, that something needs to be changed or you, you need to take some kind of action, you know? And for example, in a, a relationship, let's say if something doesn't feel good about a relationship, it's simply the sign that something needs to change. And I know it's not easy. I, I mean, you think easier said than done. And yeah, probably it is. But honestly, this is the truth. And the, the sooner you accept that just bad emotions are 
just like our neutral emotions actually uh, they're only of course they don't feel neutral they feel either good or bad to you right they feel how they feel but per se it's not it's not something you have to take personal. It's not something that means anything about you. You know, the fact that you feel anger or frustration to, on a given day doesn't mean anything about you. It means, you know, can you be, can you be the gentle observer and just look at that emotion as thinking, ah, okay, so I'm feeling this. Hmm, interesting, what's going on? Let me look into this. Do I have to do anything? Like, can I make things better? Or maybe should I just give myself a break and go for a walk or take a nap, you know? So it's really that approach of the gentle observer and seeing emotions are as messengers is so important. It's honestly life-changing. If you're finding this helpful and you would like to go deeper um, with emotional intelligence for women and you would like to connect with, feel, and express your emotions um, at a, in a much, much better way, the feminine way, and in a way that feels very gentle yet super effective, then make sure that you check out different ways that you can receive support from me. I have different ways, um, different different courses or programs that might be a good fit for you feel free to check them out in the show notes and also if you have any question about all of this um you could reach out to me um on instagram at francesca underscore feminine flow or you can reach out via email and you will find it in the show notes as well so the next thing that i wanted to talk about when it comes to emotional intelligence for women is um the emotional scale um it's a tool that i think is very useful um especially if you're in the beginning of this and you haven't done much um much work yet or you haven't put much intention so far um, into really understanding your emotions or if you want to take it to the next level as well. Um, it's essentially something you can use in either once a day in your morning routine or maybe you can use it twice a day in your morning and evening routine so it's like you have two kinds of checking points with yourself throughout the day or you can use it at different times of the day to almost have like a like almost if as if it was a GPS that you know gives you um an idea of all the the different emotions that you're experiencing so that you can be aware of them you know because awareness is really really important when it comes to this so it's called the emotional scale as I said and it's very easy it's about rating from one to ten um how you feel uh and just naming it if you can name the emotion that you feel without saying though I am and then the emotion so for example let's say you are feeling sad don't say or anxious this is an even better example don't say I am anxious but better um, change your language and say I feel anxiety because this way you don't make it about your identity it's just something that you are experiencing in this moment and it's not something that is just you and who you are in your identity this is so important so just rate how you feel from 1 to 10 and then ask yourself where is this coming from where is this coming from it could be very often actually I find most of the negative feelings that we experience come from um, fatigue 
and are just create as a result of not sleeping enough or not sleeping well. And this has been true for me. I remember there was a time um, after my recovery from burnout, um, I was feeling a lot better and I was sleeping more and of course I had insomnia so the fact that I was sleeping was already like amazing but I was sleeping better I was sleeping enough hours in theory um but still like I was always waking up with these like just this kind of negativity and this heaviness that I couldn't shake and I also couldn't understand where it was coming from and so I just I realized that on weekends when I was sleeping more because maybe I was sleeping in and I wouldn't just set my alarm and be super structured, I would just allow myself to sleep in. I would sleep until my body was just, you know, until my body had enough. And then I was just waking up naturally and I was feeling so much better. And so I connected the dots and I understood that it was actually the amount of, the amount of time that I thought um, was enough for me to sleep every night wasn't actually correct. I, I I thought it was something, but it was completely something else. I mean, not completely because it wasn't like <laughs> 12 hours a day. It was like eight instead of uh, seven. So it wasn't a crazy change, but that one hour was just so good for me. And also some, some, ne- some of that negativity and heaviness that you might feel in the morning, for example, might also come from the fact that you, that your alarm wakes you up in the, just in the middle of a um, sleep cycle, meaning not at the best time for you to wake up, but at a time, at, at a moment of your sleep cycle where you are in deep um, sleep and so if you wake up in especially with an alarm which is like a sound that is like wakes you up this way um you're going to feel more tired than you are that you actually are um so pay attention to all these things and pay attention to your you know you're going to find the more you do this exercise of the emotional scale you're going to the more you're going to realize that there are so many patterns and that there are so many things repeating like things that are just consistently happening or consistently around you and those and it's always the same so it's really easy to create change at least like at the at the beginning of this kind of work it's very easy to create change and to feel better because you are going to find patterns and little things and triggers that are easy to overcome especially in the beginning so yeah give it a try um Try this tool and then make sure you let me know. If you do, let me know. Keep me posted. And I would love to hear how it's going for you, how it's working for you. Um, And yeah, so the next thing that I wanted to talk about in this episode about emotional intelligence for women is where emotions are located in the body so that you can have like almost like a map um, to easily understand what's going on. Even though I believe some of these are you just intuitively know what's going on when you experience some kind of ache or pain um, or emotion, you already you already know what's going on. Chances are you already know because your intuition is just amazing as a woman. So just very quickly to run through the different parts of, you, of your body and the different emotions that you can feel. 
so headaches and the head just you know anything that is around the head space and especially headaches and migraines are um, very often associated with um, are very often very often depend on the amount of stress and um, overthinking and tension and pressure that you experience so um, that's that's it for the headaches like very often it will be that then anything around the throat um, is really going to be about communication and um, expressing yourself um, as well as your chest feeling tightness around your chest and heart space um, again tightness and also like blocking yourself um, sometimes around the in the chest area it's also chest and shoulders it's also um, when you are a lot in your masculine um, this is where you experience that you know that tightness that stiffness because you you're feeling almost like your energy is, is a little bit stiff because you're so much in your masculine and therefore your body is also going to show signs of that stiffness and it's typically where it does. So shoulders and chest and heart area. Um, and also, as I said, in the heart area area and the, the chest and the throat, it's about unexpressed emotions, unexpressed feelings, censoring yourself, silencing yourself, suppressing yourself. Um, then moving forward, um, anything that is with your stomach very often will be will have to do with anxiety and worry. Um, so I know, for example, I suffer from a little bit from anxiety. I'm very um, prone to feel anxiety naturally. It's always been that way also in my family. So I'm very careful with that. And I know from experience if I have a stomach ache and I have no reason, no physical reason Mm, to have a stomach ache at that time I know it's probably because I have some I am feeling a little bit anxious um I have some of those feelings and yeah so stomach and also heartburn heartburn is a lot of you know tormenting yourself also with worry or um you know those anxious thoughts that are tormenting yourself um and also stress, of course, yeah, that, that is, I mean, stress affects all things, so um, it's, it might be, like, it might sound, oh, yeah, like, easy, yeah, it's always stress, but actually, yeah, it is, like, stress is terrible for you, and then moving on, um, your belly area, um, that your tummy, um, those, those, like, feeling any pain or ache there or stiffness or discomfort is going to be around feeling, feelings and emotions of not feeling safe, not feeling like you can trust yourself or the environment or someone else, um, and it can also be fear in general, and again, also um, anxiety and worry. And then anything that is like stiffness around the hips or pain and aches around the hips is typically a lot of unexpressed emotions and uh, unexpressed feelings and just things that haven't been released that need to be released. Um, and this could be, for example, if you have been thinking a lot about a past event or you have a past memory that often comes up and you just 
you're you're stuck with it you know and this is how um, this is why I recommend doing yin yoga in your menstrual phase because it's just amazing for emotional release and most um, yin yoga practices focus a lot on the hips so you have the, the combination of things you have a perfect perfect movement type of thing for release you have um you feel your body is just ready for releasing things in that phase and that's it's just perfect um so it's a great thing to do in your menstrual phase um yeah so i the last thing i'm i am at the very last point for this episode i feel like i don't want to i want this episode to last for too too long um even though i always say this and then i talk for like at least 40 minutes but i think like this stuff is so important. I mean, it deserves hours and hours. But anyway, the last thing that I wanted to share with you are just a few um, tips of things that you can do to feel your emotions, express your emotions um, the feminine way. Because, and I say the feminine way, and it's very important to say here to express your emotions in a feminine way because very often we want to express and feel our emotions like men do uh, but it's not it's typically not working for us or at least it's not always working for us because men are very much in are very like a man it's like going back to that if you've listened to previous episodes and you you know about the analogy that I often talk about um with feminine energy the feminine being like the river and the masculine being like the river bank so the feminine is very much about movement just being spontaneous just being in flow creativity life force you know and that kind of moving power and moving energy whereas the masculine is still structured you know and it's like the container so when we do things like we want to think our way out of an emotion we are trying to feel our feelings and express our feelings the way that a man would however it doesn't really work for a woman because for a woman all that it does to think to try to think your way through a problem is actually you're going to be into you get to get into overthinking you're going to overthink and overthink and overthink and you're going to worry and then you feel anxious and then you feel all, all sorts of things and you feel like like crazy and then you snap and then you um yeah, you, at some point you don't even know where that is coming from, you know? So it's not a very good way to do that. So don't stay in your mind, don't stay in your head, and don't, especially physically, don't stay still if you want to feel or express your emotions. It's not going to help. What is going to help instead is doing things that involve movement and moving your body. Um, so if you could choose shaking, dancing, walking, sweating, doing something that makes you sweat. Um, you can choose crying also and just letting yourself cry and, and sob if you have to. Um, you can do yoga, you can do, you can go for a run, you can um, clean the house. I find this very, very effective, <laughs> honestly. Um, you can take a shower, you know, all things that involve your body. And it's so powerful, you will see it's so much more powerful to get down to your body um, when you need to feel 
your emotions or express them or release them instead of staying in your head. Um, this is very powerful. So I really encourage you to um, incorporate some shaking, especially for uh, releasing anger and frustration and, you know, just those thoughts that don't want to leave. You know, when you have like some negative thought that comes up and you're like, please leave me alone. Like I cannot think about this anymore. This is exhausting. Shaking will really help. When I say shaking, I mean really just like stand up and just shake and just really with your arms and legs and all that you can. I know it doesn't look, I know like first time I tried it, I was like, okay, this doesn't look like graceful <laughs> and doesn't look elegant at all um, and it was a huge barrier for me to actually put this in practice but then once I overcame the fact that it looked um, silly or like not elegant or whatever kind of limiting belief I had um, then it, it proved to be so so effective and then dancing is going to be great for all sorts of emotions really depending on the kind of dancing and the kind of how, how you're moving and also the music that you choose um, and or maybe not, not no music that's also an option walking as well walking is so good for all sorts of things and I think the best thing that walking does for you is to help you slow down just those thoughts and just help you slow down in general and especially if you're overthinking or worrying which is very common for women um oh so so much of it um or judging yourself also like very very it feels like it's going very fast right so when you go for a walk you will find that it's easier to slow down that stuff that's going on and to get grounded again so especially if you can walk in nature and you don't have many people around that's going to be so so good for you and also if you need to release some stuff uh, doing like a sweaty workout a run or yeah anything where you 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 exercise your body in a way that you know you put effort in um is going to be really effective and then just crying i mean you're allowed to cry and uh, this also goes for men by the way very often like as women we feel like we have permission to cry because we're women and then men unfortunately feel like they don't have permission to cry often because they're men and they should be stay strong and be tough and act like men which is total BS, <laughs> um, by the way, because I think um, we're all human, I mean, and we're all allowed to cry and then move on, you know? So if it helps you move on, have your little cry and then just move on. I think there's nothing healthier than a good cry um, where you can just, you know, yeah, you, you cry, you release, you feel whatever want it to be felt, you, you release it all, and then you move forward, you know, and you go back to your normal life so yeah this was it for this episode I think um I think this is going to be so helpful and I'm so glad that I have finally recorded this because it has been on my list oh you should see my list of episodes to record like I have so many I don't have like enough time in a year to record all of that but I'm trying I'm trying and um 
yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. As I said, if you want to take this work um, deeper and if you really want to really be supported and guided on this work, um, then feel free to check out the show notes and to check out the different ways that I have to support you. Um, and reach out to me if you have any question or yeah, or, or want to share anything with me. I am so, so happy always to connect with you, with my community. It just always makes my day so um yeah looking forward to hearing from you and also have your feedback um around this episode and i hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and um that's it i'll see you in the next episode thank you for listening to this episode of the empower and flow podcast if you love this episode make sure you subscribe to the podcast and leave your rating and review This would help us reach more women and change the way we live and work to experience more growth, flow, and fulfillment. See you in the next episode. Big hug, Francesca.